the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is a good cigar tonight, too, buddy. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 8 to 9, and now... We're doing a little differently tonight. Got a little different. We have the podcast during the day. I get to swear. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? I, I don't approve. So we ha- we uh we're training a new kid. We now we're training. Not we, they are. One, I'm just uh, first of all, he's not a kid. He's a young man. Yeah, he's a kid who looks like Leave It to Beaver. In fact, dude, he looks like me at twenty. That's the nickname. Smaller. That's the nickname. Beaver Cleaver. Beaver. His name is Beaver. All right. All right. He looks just like On I grew radio up. crew. I love that. Now see, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm old. You're young. I'm old. And I grew okay. up at a time. Relatively, yeah. Where if you stayed home from school, you got really quite a great surprise. You got to watch the morning movie on Channel 9. Yeah. Oh, and you knew you were a winner, baby. When you heard that morning movie music and you told your mom, yeah, my head hurts, I'm going to stay home. And she was (laughs) silly enough to say, okay. And then followed by that, they would have reruns of the way life should be. Lie! No, I don't lie. You just stop with the buttons. Back... When, uh, you know, everything was peaches and cream. It was yeah. blue skies, right? Ward, Cleaver, the whole nine yards. Anyway, when I look at this new young man who's trying to grow a beard, he reminds me of Beaver with facial hair. Beaver Cleaver. He's not trying. All right, fair he enough. succeeded. So what we did is we, um, Macbeth is a big part of the Liberty Hour on Sunday night, so we brought him into the studio, which does not have one of those air freshener yeah, things I need. New, this is a new and interesting experience for you. Mm-hmm. Although, when you filled in for Walsh, we did this, but that was a little different. Yeah, I was on a syndicated hour. But, I, you yeah. know, the morning show I do it, and normally I'm at the microphone where you are. Correct. Prof is standing here with all of his, uh, all of his items in a row his and all goods. his organization. He but is we highly just, organized. Uh, I envy it, but it would drive me nuts if I were like that. Yeah, and we just, uh, just kind of come in here and I tell you, listen, I'm so aggravated, I told him, because I, I had so many things during the week I wanted to discuss that I think are crucially important. And then what happens mm. is that Mike Wallace interviews Trump. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute, this is the greatest thing. Because here's what, here's what it's like <laughs> watching Trump as a president for me. Somebody who was a, you know, a hardcore conservative who believes in the Declaration of Independence and personal liberty. You know, I'm torn, right? So sometimes it's like watching your parents dance where you're like, <laughs> did he just do that? And then there's other times where it's, it's like, oh, you shield your eyes. I don't want to watch It's like this. watching your buddy's parents dance where it's great. And you're like, look what your dad just did to your mom. And that's what this Trump presidency is for me. Yeah. And today was one of those where it was like watching your buddy's parents dance. It really was entertaining. Oh, he was great. In fact, uh, we, and if you're on the line, stay on the line. 
And if you want to be on the line, it's 312-642-5600. I made a bet with the new Beaver Cleaver in the other room, and that is that even though the Bears game's on, we'll get three callers. So we got a couple more to go, so give us a call. Um, do you your, have your bet is three callers? Three callers, and, and he owes me threshold. a cigar. Well, it's Sunday night, baby. Um, I'm just do saying. Want, do you want him talking about his desk? Give me the desk. Let's uh, start with the this desk. Is so good. This is the Resolute Desk, very famous. This is where John John at the time, right? John right. Kennedy was right here. This, that's a little door that opens up. Right. And that was a famous door. picture. I could show the you the Lewinsky Scuttlehole. I'll give it yeah. to you. But uh, this is a very important desk. Uh, FDR, John Kennedy. You know, we have seven desks. And as president, you can choose any one of the desks. This is to me. I think the most beautiful in terms of its carving. I also think in many respects it's, uh, you know, just some people that I respect. It's not gold-plated, but we'll do it. It's all right. But there's a reason we'll I had do. you. There's a reason I had you grab that. Yeah. Because I, 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 have, I have been saying since Donald Trump became the nominee for the Republican, he is going to be the best Democrat president we could have. Yeah. And if you notice... When he mentions his idea of great presidents, yes. I mean, when the, when the you know the press corps isn't just Ronald Reagan this and, and and you know the people that bolster him up want him to say Ronald Reagan, <laughs> he really does admire. And I caught him say this early on, oh, years yeah. before he ran. Yeah. His favorite president was FDR, who is my least favorite president. Uh, In second, fact, second behind Wilson for me. Not just because he's a fraud with the whole thing about hiding the fact that he was crippled. Right. But the fact that he implemented the very... I actually don't hold that against him. I don't care either. I could care less. I just don't like somebody that lies about something. You understand? That's my beef with people. Be who you are. That's why I don't like guys with toupees. Be who you are. Don't make me look at that squirrel and pretend it's real. The whole relationship well, is a lie. Well, then who he would have been was a citizen, not the president. It just in, in that day and age, Listen, you just wouldn't have a so fully reflective... You so just far, wouldn't. You're, you're the equivalent of a speed bump. All, All right, let's go to okay. Verlan. Verlan, thank you so much for calling the Liberty Hour. How are you, buddy? How's it going, brother? Wonderful. Well, what I want to talk about is, okay, we dodged three bullets. We dodged a couple of bullets in Florida and one in Georgia. But what I'm thinking is, it shouldn't never even came that close. So what the Democrats are trying to do with their destructive immigration policy, with their illegal aliens and with their destructive ideology is trying to destroy this country from within. So what can we do to stop well, their agenda for going brother, forward? Brother, listen to me. I get we that. Stop taking the bait for one. Well, I've heard that talking point. I get it, right? Yeah. But that's that's the, the, the magic trick. That's the hot broad uh, next to the magician. That isn't what's really happening. What's really happening is the Republican alternative to all of these policies we hate is a better run policy of the same ilk. So none of the, none of what you said. Listen, I get what you mean, but in the end, it doesn't matter. You're nuts when, when you can't change the pro- trajectory of your of your policy. Sean, and, you're crazy. Why am I crazy? I, I just I don't see any serious political analyst saying that the Republicans need to offer a quality uh, quality alternative. I'm saying that. Are you kidding me? See what he does there? See what he does, Verlon? But, Verlon, I get what you're saying. And listen, I'll tell you the truth. When you look at the specifics of this, 82,000 and change votes manufactured, baby. Just after found election out of day. Thin air. Just, just manufactured. Yeah, closet. I mean, you find. Trunk. How about the, how about the, um, the mm. tape, the official tape? Just yeah. rolls and rolls of official tape in the wrong people's it, hands. Right. Just no so, chain of custody. The idea that they pulled this out in the, in the real onslaught. An assault by Democrats to create 
lies. Shows and, you there and was a sizable Shows lead. you there was a sizable win in Florida, yep. which is why I'm optimistic. See, Verlon, you're right when you say the plot and all that, but the reality is it's a big failure. I'm more disgusted with the fact that McHenry County, which is where, by the way, Beaver Cleaver is from. Yes. Right? Um, they had tens in, in today's Chicago Tribune. John Cass is where his desk is. Verlon, thank you so much, by the way, for calling the show. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Take care. Um, John Cass has his desk, and this is where he puts the lunchbox. Right. At the Tribune. And they wrote that tens of thousands of votes um, went uncounted in the, in the well, election. Tens of thousands of votes are now being counted now, that weren't counted election night. Yeah, but Whether so they existed election night, we have no idea because, again, there's no chain of custody. Well, this is the thing where I, you know, I was awful. I, I, I talked to Dan uh, on the morning show. I called in and I said, listen, I'll tell you the truth. To me, Illinois, this last election where you sent Sean Caston and this uh, Underwood fraud, the liar of her resume, yeah. and sh- these guys won in a re- what was a Republican-leaning suburban district. Yeah. Dude, it's over, man. So well, I Look, I equate uh, Florida and Illinois with elections to the U.S. missile program and the Soviet missile program. The, the idea of Florida being so screwed up and Illinois not being as screwed up is the same as everybody thinking the Russians had this great edge. When yeah. Ridley, they, they just didn't show us the 9 out of 10 that blew up. Yeah. We showed everything. So we're like Florida. Florida is just on public display. Here's all of our dysfunction. Here's all of our <laughs> stupidity. Um, we're Florida, and we're proud of it. And Illinois is just better at hiding the stupidity and the dysfunction. Here's how you know that this is, um, this is intended, and this is welcomed, and this will continue to be the issue. Because there is not one politician offering to us a solution for this never to happen again. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Politicians are offering policies in which they want to assure there always to be this kind of ambiguity when it comes to the voting system. Right. So if they wanted to, this is to me is an extremely simple thing to solve. We all have social security numbers. We all could have another generated number, a voter number. And that voter number is linked to us. So it doesn't have the the specifics of our identity, but it has the fact that we are qualified and eligible to vote. And furthermore, it would allow me to make sure my vote was counted. Because in this modern day, we don't have to do things like it was 1845 anymore. But then you still have to cross-reference that with a photo ID or something like that. Why not just a thumbprint? I mean, you and the FBI has both of our thumbprints. Yeah, we know that for a fact. <laughs> well, that, mine are because I'm registered. Yours are because you uh, could because, never be. Well, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but my thing is, <laughs> I want to, as a voter, let's see what happens to my little piece of paper after I give it to who I think. And some of these people are wonderful who work in these voting systems, sure. and some of them need drool buckets. Yeah, some of after, them are there because they want the process to work and they want it to be important. After I give it to the drool bucket... I want to be able to audit it myself because I don't want to trust liars anymore. If you're on the line, stay on the line, and I mean you, Ann. I can't wait to talk to you. I'm glad to see you're still doing okay. We will be back after this, 312-642-5600. It's the Liberty Hour. Let's Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows this is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, and now my podcasts, where I may swear. I'm not kidding. I don't really You may swear. not. I try not to, 
But every once in a while, you know, I said the BS word, only I didn't say the BS word, because we were going over all of the nonsense that's being spewed as propaganda. Yeah. And one of my favorite ones is the one that we have Ann calling about. All right, let's so hear let's what take her call. Thank you, Ann, for calling the Liberty Hour. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. I'm fine, but I'm furious because I can't believe that Jerry Brown had the nerve to say the fire was caused by climate change, climate warning. And the other, uh, at the bar, the girl said how many, she had gun control on her agenda. I can't believe that uh, we don't kick that, California kick Jerry Brown out. Well, they did. Jerry Brown's gone. And he some Newsom is next. Jerry Brown's yeah, you gone. Know what? Well, uh, yeah, he's lame dog. They're wondering about who's driving that caravan. Well, who drove well, the April Spring? She's covering it all, baby. I like is it. it. Is this a Dodge caravan? And I listen. I listen. Your your points are great. They really are. But we got to unwrap one at a time because this is you know we got to we got to do it the right way. Thank you. The number one. The climate change thing is very interesting because really, if you look at what had the most impact as far as human behavior, uh, um, it is the absolute lack of the of the. You know, they cannot tolerate anybody clearing any portions of land. As Trump uh, called because, it the floor? Well, the forest you, floor? You really do, as far as forest management, have to clear underbrush. Well, that, of course you do. And That's, they just refuse to do it. And right. they've had two years of drought. And they just. I mean, and what, Trump was right. The problem is they position him in a question. He's standing in between these two buffoons. As and usual, he Trump and Jerry Brown. correct. At the absolute wrong time. Exactly. He said it right, <laughs> and he used, the, he used the New York verbiage. Uh, you know, my wife does that once in a while. The floor when she means ground. What country do you come from, yeah. sir? Exactly. Open the light. What the hell is that? Open you don't open a light. light. You open a door, damn it. You step at the bodega. Uh, this is just a disconnect yeah. that Trump has. But it, the content of what he was saying was absolutely right. Correct. And moreover, let's not forget who really started this son of a gun fire. What are you, an electric company. It's an electric company. Um, it's a moron. A negligent. Uh, well, okay. I should say apparently or allegedly negligent company because we really don't know. But that's, that's what I, seems to be the case. This lady bought a ghost town, put a bunch of money into it, turned it into a corporate resort, and got it just burned out from under her because the electric... New York Times tends to agree with us, and that's not really a conservative uh, outlet. The New York Times clearly says on November 15th that this was caused by a a worker igniting cutting metal wires with a torch. Yeah. What climate change? Was he warm? He decided to do it, make it a little warmer? I spent a number of years in trades. Yeah. Um, well over a decade, actually. Mm-hmm. And I've worked around a lot of linemen. I've worked around a lot of electric company employees. I've cut many things with a torch. Could they pass? I've never seen somebody working on a high-voltage electric line with a torch. For all I know, he was lighting a doobie. Ever. He's in California. That would be a very effective way of lighting. That had very. to be the Labrador thing from sure. uh, up in smoke. But it, they never miss Here's the thing. This is the Rahm Emanuel. Never, miss, never let a tragedy slip by without using it to your advantage. And that's what this is. And their favorite tool is the climate change. Yeah. Right? Because as we know. Well, it's so ambiguous. Well, because they were Very wrong when they kept saying global warming. They said that was too kind of, you know, it may make. It's a nice sage and it was warming. And it may make people think, listen, for, since Sanger wrote the book about the spring 50 years ago, right? You've been wrong. Yeah. You made us get rid of DDT, which, by the way, the ramifications. Well, of, it was of killing birds. Poppycock. And if it was, it, it was it, only it was, killing the weak ones. Well, it was killing birds Fine. because it was being applied in, a, in an incorrect, not an incorrect, but we learned better how to apply it where it doesn't kill birds, but we still don't use cats it. Cats kill birds. Should we kill all the cats too? Yes. All right. See, fair enough. Look I'm, at you. That's You're just thinking because like I'm, a I'm just anti-cat. I love it. Yes. I love it. But this is my point. There, are, there have been such, such ramification, 
ramifications that can't be measured. Right. How detrimental they are to society. Look at this this thing. I'm, I laugh every time I watch these stars come on TV with all their $55 million a movie, and they tell you about how we should send nets to South America to stop the disease spread by mosquitoes. In the meantime, they ignore the, the tens of thousands, if not millions of lives that could have been saved if we had not gotten rid of DDT in the name of a false science. So that's yeah. just the very first one, and it's my favorite one, because it makes you think about 50 years of ramifications of these failed ideologies and policies. Let alone now, they're going to take this tragedy, which, by the way, is horrific, the scale of it is just... Oh, there's, there's Right now, I mean, they're not... Uh, very unlikely that all these people are dead, but there's something like 1,600 people missing. I mean, can you imagine this? Wiped it's, out it's towns. Crazy. You were saying how fast it was moving. Yeah, it was moving at freeway speed. You know, and here, it started by people. Yeah. And you're blaming something that you want to penalize guys in Kansas for. Well, again, it's the story of DDT, climate change, whatever it is. It's the story of human arrogance. It's the story of, oh. well... I see a problem and I see a solution, no matter how ignorant that solution is or how, you know, what lack of a foundation it has. I'm going to simply suggest this because I'm a very smart person and I'm in charge. And it does two things that drive me nuts as a citizen who, who relishes the covenant of our government. It's not a far drive. Between the citizen and the politician. Yeah. And it flips that relationship over. Because what this tragedy does is it emboldens politicians to implement their idea of correctness, which is tyranny, on the rest of us. And it takes a moron like Sean Caston, the newly elected congressman, and it makes him say, look it, my scam business, global warming, this could, this could prevent all of this if you would only turn over everything to us. And that's this, the subliminal message being sent by all these Sunday talk shows that refuse to admit what really caused this fire and use it as a jujitsu to flip it onto the importance of a lie in global warming. So this is the kind of thing that really will have such a detriment to our future. And it'll yeah. all be in the name of this nonsense virtue. Well, and then, you know, you go to the base of global warming and, and you think about it, okay, 11,000 years ago, you and I would be standing under 2,500 feet of ice. <laughs> I mean, like, like the, a one-degree shift is not... The, the, the whole idea of shifting a major section of our economy and putting major um, um, burdens on companies and on yeah. individuals to try to affect the world's climate is just stupid. They've already Especially done it. India and China are just pumping Look out. Look what you did with this nonsense ethanol. Yeah. You not only did you subsidize Burning and create a huge food. scam, yeah. you've increased all of the world's food prices. Yeah. And you did it based on nothing. You're nothing. wrong about everything. No. Everything they praise, they say is going to happen, it was wrong, their prediction. But moreover, you're wrong on ethanol itself. It's terrible. I saw a very interesting map, and I'm not sure exactly how, uh, I think it was in USA Today. They love pictures over there. Sure. Um, just why I read it, obviously. But uh, they, they had a very interesting thing. It was just, it mapped out the United States. Not geographically, but just sections cut away for how much land was used for different sorts of things. Cattle grazing, huge chunk. Uh, food production, smaller than you'd think. Ethanol, huge. Yeah. It's huge. A, it's people, almost as much land as we use to grow food. And you know something? Who does that, who does that hurt? There are guys in Hinsdale right now driving Maybox. They could care less right. if their gas goes up 15 cents. It doesn't matter. Right. But I had a kid drop off Chinese food at my house a little while ago for my daughter. He's bugging he's, every mile per he gallon. He needs every cent. Yes, he's, he's hyper-miling around light to light. The destruction you do to the poor people spreads that gap. That they say they hate so much. The social engineer claims to hate inequality, yet their policies do nothing but promote 
inequality. Yeah. And they use this lie, this fraud, as the greatest crowbar to pry you from your rights in the name of a, of a scam. And I'll never forget, you know, I was young when this happened. I remember when I was a kid, you guys are young, but there you had a thing called moon boots. And when you were a kid in the yeah, 70s, you wanted these moon boots, not just because they said that uh, Armstrong walked on the moon with them, but because was you know, totally it was going to be an ice age, dude. Totally and you were going to be freezing. You had to go out and get these moon boots. So I was susceptible uh, yeah. to this. And for a while, I was kind of like, well, it makes, I, I, I guess so. I guess so. And I was watching John Coleman, who was a blessing to Chicago. Yeah. He was the founder of the Weather Channel. He was, a, he was truly yeah. a scientist. He wasn't like yeah. Brant Miller, where they glued hair to his head and said, look, you're a weatherman. <laughs> he was the real deal. Okay. Brad Miller was better on the radio than he was as a weatherman. I never cared. Anyway, um, so what he did is he went through it. He said, and I'll never forget this. I was a young kid. He said, you do realize what you're presenting this on is data that you've collected for less than a, a hundred years. Right. Less than a hundred years. Yep. And not only that, the records in the opposite direction mm-hmm. of what you're claiming are actually being broken. Yeah. So you were claiming at that time it was going to be an ice age, and actually it was getting a little warmer. Well, and now since then, you know, early 90s, mid-90s, we had these you know, 17,000-year variants, uh, ice cores that they now yeah. look at, and they see the end of the ice age was just a yeah. huge warming period. It only happened in like, happens, a period of a decade. It happens because it's just the way weather works. It has nothing to do with whether I drive a 1977 Cadillac with a dual uh, quad barrel carburetors. It has to do it with makes the you fact... Cool. It just makes me cool. Um, but it has to do with the fact that this is beyond our control. And here's what you have to always remember about the con man. They want you to think they have control. That's why they sell you fake safety, fake health, fake prosperity. And yes, those are all the platforms of the Democrat Party. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. We have one more caller to make me win. 312-642-5600. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So I want to ask you about the question of nationalism. The president described himself as a nationalist. Recently, he was attacked by the leader of France for doing that. You recently published a Wall Street Journal op-ed defending the idea of nationalism. Yeah. Why is nationalism a necessary concept in modern America? Well, American nationalism. Of course. What is our identity? Our identity is not a common race, ethnicity. Right. Uh, in fact, America is a de facto rejection of that. It is fundamentally premised on this notion. We are all children of God. We are born with God. We are all created equal by our creator. And we are given equal rights to life, liberty, and to pursue happiness. That is our national identity. It is deeply rooted in morals and in values. It, in fact, explains everything this nation has done internationally and domestically we should be proud of that identity we should defend that national identity well here's the here's what's happening now by that's marco rubio on tucker carlson and here's what's happening um and it's on our side now it's a real effort to differentiate between nationalism which some would call patriotism me i know we talked about this before and white nationalism or national soviet or uh, national socialism right or the KKK, or whatever else people like to yeah, sort but of conflate into that word. It's trying to create a word as a shield and a weapon. Kind of like Correct. the American communist slash socialist did with liberalism. Mm-hmm. This has been a pet peeve of mine since I learned... that, progressivism. Right. Since I learned how to read. 
Beware the man telling you he's a liberal, for he is a so he is a tyrant. He is anything but a liberal. Yeah. In fact, what he wants to do is manage and control society and have it look like it is some architect and he has the blueprints for a utopia. Because mm-hmm. the real liberal, the one the way it's supposed to be, is the one who believes in the founding documents. You and me. That's it. Yeah. If you're a conservative, you have but no choice to be a liberal. Yeah. And it, and in the classic sense. And the, and the opposite side works. If you're a, a true liberal, you have no alternative but to be conservative. Because common sense dictates it. Right. And you, you don't want to social engineer society through targeted uh, economic manipulation. Right. That's a liberal. Soviet model. Bingo. Yeah. Now, what's happening here is that the, the Republicans such as Rubio, and I have a particular um, dislike for Marco Rubio because... I've noticed this over the years. He's an absolute fraud, and I don't just mean that comb over with the hairspring. No. I'm talking about the fact... You're so pro-Florida on so many things... He's bought and paid for by the worst culprits in Florida, in, in really corporatism and in Florida, um, black money. Marco Rubio is the largest recipient of it's all, racist. Of, he, he is of, of the sugar lobby. Yeah. He's the largest recipient in Florida of oil money. And what I mean by that is oil companies, which I'm not against, until they weaponize government against competition. And that's what Marco Rubio represents to me. He is the receptacle of lobbying money, and he takes that power very seriously, and he benefits these companies and these, these self-interests that give him the money. So I was against Marco Rubio when he tried to be president. I'm more against him now when he tries to hide behind and create a shield versus exposing the pitfalls of this fraud we say is nationalism, which isn't. Yeah. It's not nationalism. In fact, what it is is Keynesianism. This is the policies yeah, of, okay. of quantitative easing yeah. to the people, right? Because this is where Trump and the new Congress are truly going to come together. Because December 7th is, is right here, baby. We're, we're, what, three weeks away? Yeah. And December 7th is the debt ceiling. Yeah. And they put it off knowing. You don't think that these experts Well, they went Democrats to a day when there would be other news. Brother, listen. Two major stories <laughs> happened. Two major stories happened in the last 10 days. Yes, the Democrats won Congress, and that's, that's, that's the third. That's yeah. the, the real major story is the Democrats cannot wait to expand and spend infrastructure. Of course. Can't licking their chops. And you know Trump will sign it. And Trump, is, Trump has been there for a year. He couldn't get the Republicans to agree to it. Right. So that's where they're going to major, major come together. And the other thing is they've made more revenue. Our, our government has set a new record yeah. of making more revenue in October than it has ever before in the history of the country. And you want to know another word that's going to get reassigned? What's that? Bipartisan. Oh. It is going to be a White House, is my personal prediction, but at some point in the next year or so, maybe about the next six months even, um, the word bipartisan will start to be used to describe something that was uh, legislative Democrats and Trump. Trump will, will start to represent the Republican Party to such a degree that him signing something that is a purely Democratic in- initiative will be determined to be bipartisan. And it's brilliant on one hand, because what Trump has done is he's learned to steal the thunder from the Democrats of this phony patriotism yeah. of pretending to represent labor, which they didn't, by the way. Democrats didn't represent labor, not no. at all. They were just paid off by no. unions. That right. doesn't mean you really care about workers. Yeah, That means you care about very specific... Aligned with and representing are, are completely different things. That's right. So yeah. he's taken that from them. And when you look at who's put Trump 
in the White House, it are, it's people who didn't understand the erosion down the, of the future this populism, national populism, and protectionism causes. So those chickens will come home to roost, as, as the Reverend Wright would say. And when they come home to roost, eloquently, unfortunately, people will turn back to the abuser for help. And that's when we are done, baby. Socialist engineering for the rest of us. I've got clips for you when we come I can't back. wait for the clips. This is the Liberty Hour. i got one more call to win the bet. Will somebody call? 312-642-5600. Don't make me go out there and call. That's rigging it. Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. I have informed the majority leader that I will not vote to advance any of the 21 judicial nominees pending in the Judiciary Committee or vote to confirm the 32 judges awaiting confirmation on the Senate floor until S-2644 is brought to the full Senate for a vote. Now, that that bill is to protect Mueller's investigation from something. See, this is a Jeff Flake. This guy I've got a few more that tie into this too. So But this particular guy. Yeah. Here's a guy presenting himself as the Lone Ranger. Correct. Fighting for justice. And he found this identity uh, in an elevator. He's a scumbag. Yeah. I'm sorry, brother. This is a scumbag. And here's the other thing. We have a flaw in our system. That flaw in our system is the same thing that allowed uh, John McCain to go on hospice and the people of Arizona not to be represented. Correct. That's the same thing that allows a guy who says, look, I'm not going to run. And yeah, I know somebody else won last week, but I'm going to just be an obstructionist the entire time until he's sworn in. Listen, if you can't do your job, get the hell out of the seat. And our problem with is we're too genteel. Yeah, we really are. It's just outrageous to me. Well, someone who's not, though. Someone who's not is Michelle Malkin. When it comes to political stunts, Jeff Flake is really the poor man's evil Knievel. <laughs> just a dopey you know, line, but it's great. I'm so happy to be affiliated with uh, AM560, The Answer, not just because they give me a show. Yeah. Um, but, but go to the uh, go to the website. Go I, to the Liberty Hour uh, uh, area there, and you can see a picture of Sean. And, I, and he's all by himself because? Because Michelle Mulligan's so small. Yeah, she was standing I next was, to you I'm in that picture. I was photographed with her in that picture, and I, you know, and I got my <laughs> arm around her, and she's was, got her arm around me. It was so easy to just take you from the shoulders up and cut she's her completely out of there. She's as big as a minute. You know, I'm not a tall guy. Yeah. She's as big as a minute, It was, and she is the sweetest and most brilliant Listen, this is a brilliant human being. Um, I just want to win the cigar bet. Uh, you're going to interrupt you the, All right, let's go. Because you know something? I wanted to There's talk no cigar about, bet, but you can win anyway. I wanted to talk about this. EJ from Rockford. Thank you, baby. Thank you, Sean. Love the show and your comment about the women in size 17 stretch pants running up the taxes for the suburban <laughs> school district. That was A1. I've saved it. I sent it around. <laughs> Hope to talk to you again real soon. You know, Thank talking you. about those pensions, they were... There are $2.7 million paid out to Jim Edgar already, and he only paid in $161,000. So there you go. And he's and down the list. Welcome That's to not uh, and it's Socialist a, Illinois. And here's thank, the you, th- thank you so much for calling. And here's Thanks, the thing EJ. about that article. It's actually 89000 EJ calls in, has very nice things to say quite often. Very so. nice guy. And here's the here's the, I, I, I got to tell you this real quick. I know you got these clips. But we got, come on now, I'm well, not going to see you. I don't have that many of them. I'm not going right. to see you, but here's the thing. So I... You know, I own the Elmhurst Cigar House among Liberty Real Estate Services. I've never mentioned it. 
And I had this kid go in. Now, I, I rarely go back at night because, you know, the freaks come out at night. So I don't like to go back at night. I'm a morning yeah, it's guy. It's my time. So I go back at night, and sure enough, there's these two young guys sitting at the table. They're smoking a cigar, and, you know, I got like six, seven guys lingering around. And I walk in, and the guy says, oh, hi, how are you? You know, nice to meet you. We're sitting there for five minutes. So I, it gets to, you know, what do you do for a living? Now, the kid looks literally like he just got out of high school. Yeah. And he says to me, well, I'm an economist. <laughs> oh, are you, Von Mises? You're an economist? <laughs> First of all, you know the audacity? This is what I love about college today, because it, it gives kids a certain arrogance without achieving anything, yeah. except that pretend world of college. Yeah. I have oh, an associate's degree in economics, therefore. So where do you work? Well, I'm more of an entrepreneur. Okay, well, which is it? Are you an economist or an entrepreneur? Well, I, you know, I, I took economy. I was an art. It was my major. It was my major. Economics was my major. Oh, so you graduate and you're an economist. I mean, do you understand? So we started to talk about these right. pensions, okay? Well, that's, that was the Milton Friedman story. It was he got a degree, never wrote a book, never made uh, any kind of television special, never made a speech, and, and people followed what he said, right? No, you're talking about uh, John Maynard Keynes. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about Milton Friedman. No, Milton yeah. Friedman is an actual economist. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wait. So you actually have to do something yeah, to be an economist. Oh, see, I was, I was dead wrong. I'm and sorry. He, and here's the funny thing. I was talking to this kid, and I said to him, right after he said that, I said, let Sean me be. Sean doesn't recognize. Let me be nice. Let me be nice, right? I wanted to jump down a stroke, but I said, let me be nice. So I said, uh-huh. are you shocked at the fact we are now living in serfdom, the road that Hayek told us about? He had no idea. I might as well have mentioned... Uh, Wait, the, he didn't the know about the road to serfdom, or he, he didn't know about Hayek? He never read Hayek. Oy. Never read Hayek. I said, well, then you've obviously... I don't have an economics You've degree. obviously gone you know, through some of the, the Austrian economists. And he looked at me like I was talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, that's I said, the only Austrian he knows. What are you talking about, dummy? <laughs> All he knows is Paul Krugman oh, and John Maynard Keynes. Oh. And he had no idea that John Maynard Keynes was actually a mathematician, not an economist. And Paul Krugman is, is a... Is a fraud. Yeah. Well, Paul, Paul Krugman, ironically, is the fundamental basis of Trumponomics. Yeah. It, the similarities yeah. Yeah. are unbelievable. And this is what we need to recognize. So... I, I had a, this kid comes to the register. I mean, I could skip all the things how I told you. It's not a pension. Too bad you didn't. If you pay it out of anything but the, the earned income it produces. Correct. Right? If it doesn't return on investment, it's not a pension. It's, it's an employment pension. agreement. Yes. Illinois doesn't have a pension problem. We have an employment agreement problem. Yeah. By, your, fact, by the second year of your retirement, you have already received everything you paid in. It's such a lie. Yeah. And you just it's put like Social Security. You just hide behind the word pension. Yeah. And everybody says, well, wait a minute. Of course, let's take it away from... Well, you hide behind the emotions behind the word yeah. pension. So think Because of- pension, when you think of a pensioner, you know, like the British sense of the word, a pensioner, anybody over 65, you think of old people. You're stealing money from yeah. old people, Sean. Here's, here's Edgar, who when's the last time Edgar actually worked? Uh, well, I think it was J.B. Pritzker's debate prep partner, wasn't but here's he? The thing. he wasn't, <laughs> so I mean, that's even that's a, gov- a gig. Even these governors, you think they work like we work? You think they work like the listeners work? Nobody works like Come on, work. these son of a guns. You go there, you put your derriere in the seat, you put your feet up on the desk, and you want everybody to tell you how important you are. In the meantime, you do absolutely nothing except wait to make your, your pension kick in or somebody to drop off a check so they can stay in business. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. No one in Washington is listening. Is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
The state of Maryland argues, among other things, that uh, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein should have been chosen to succeed uh, Jeff Sessions as Attorney General. Do they have a case? No, I can't imagine a worse choice than Rosenstein. Rosenstein is going to be the main witness in this case. He's the guy who, according to Woodward, uh, gave the president the idea to fire Comey. And he wrote the memo authorizing the firing of Comey. Uh, He shouldn't be in this case. Uh, He should be recused. The idea of making him the acting attorney general would be absurd. That was Alan Dershowitz reporting from his submarine. Still mad at our, our Alan Dershowitz. Why? I am so mad. Why? You know, it's well, really. I He's should... been agreeing with you more now sure. than he ever has in his life. I always agreed with him, but here's the thing: I, I had an opportunity to interview Alan Dershowitz, and Bruce Wolf screwed it up. Oh no, because Bruce Wolf he scares the people that are going to be interviewed. You know, they know that he's going to bring up something. Bruce is a great guy. Yes. and I love Bruce Wolf. Oh, Bruce is awesome. And I would not be standing here if it was not in school. for Bruce Wolf. But Bruce has a fatal flaw. I've noticed. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. You can't say to him. He tends to be paired with you. You can't say to him, "Don't talk about this," because his brain works to where that's all he can focus on. Because he knows it'll be good radio. Perhaps, but I don't know. You know. Well, anytime you say that you a radio host, radio, don't talk flowers? about this. Yeah. When I tell Sean, don't move the mouse, he moves the mouse. That's when exactly I tell Sean, right. don't hit this button, he hits the button. So we're going to interview Alan Dershowitz, and I'm all excited, right? Yeah. And I'm going to work in my whole Woody Allen similarities. Okay. You know, maybe a Mia Farrow reference. Sure. Perhaps a Pennies from Heaven. Something that would make, <laughs> exactly, get him a little giggle out of him, which is the goal when I interview, uh, you know, respectable people, me not being one. Right. And, um, Sean from Elmwood Park. <laughs> For anybody who needs any evidence, go ahead. Yeah. So, um... He blew it because last minute, Alan doesn't answer the phone or actually does answer and say, I have to get on my train Uh, and I got to go. So he pulled the train card on us. uh, But Alan Dershowitz, one thing you have to respect about him is that even when it doesn't fit his party's agenda. Yeah. Because he's an outcast, right? Oh, yeah. Dershowitz has has no home. No. He's a man without an island. Although he might be a little more welcome in the White House now than he would have been even in the last administration. Well, that's what my hope is. You know what my hope is? Is that sensible people who used to consider themselves to be Republicans and Democrats yeah. will recognize the fact that we're being played by you know, two ends of the same snake and that we need to come together and, and realize you don't have to agree on someone's life. It's not a social agenda. You have to agree on the principles, the covenant between government and man. Yeah, well, the way around that, though, is to get the snake to eat its own tail. And until you do, you're just not going to be. I mean, it's it's. Well, know. that's what government is. It's a snake that eats its tail. Only it tells well, no, the no, people no. it's full, instead of devouring itself. No, well, that's that's a snake where the people live in the tail and the government lives in the head. I'm talking about a, a snake with two heads. But you okay? know what scares me about ruling this, class? What scar- has to collapse on itself? What scares me about this election hmm. is so many conservative districts yeah. voted for socialist scam artists. Well, it's a midterm. Historically, it's, really, honestly, the percentages weren't that far off. In places like DuPage County, obviously, they were completely different. But I think a lot of different? that. Uh, you yeah, put the in percentages. Kasten? Well, the, no, and I'm saying the percentages as far as Republican versus Democrat. But I think a lot of that had to do with the governor's race here. In Could Illinois. you imagine being the guy that comes home and you and you're the guy working, struggling hard, and you come home and you, yes, I can imagine your, that. Actually. All your your friends, your wives, your great—they tell you how you know what we need. We need more taxes to <laughs> stay afloat here. Can you imagine what no. we're living in? This is bizarro world to me. It really is Not strange. just because you take 
Penny Pritzker's, the transgendering Penny Pritzker and put him in as governor, but because you think that somehow the answers lie with them. And you're just going to sit here and say, mm, I hope I don't move into Texas. This is the greatest thing for me because I'm going to Florida in 19 or no, 10 days. Yeah. 10 days I leave for Florida. I can't wait. And I'm going to tell you what, Macbeth, these are because Illinoisans are fleeing and running. Because if you respect your money, you got to be nervous here in Illinois. Now, if you're in on the scam, well, then sit tight, baby. Right. Because you're never going to reap it like you will in the next four years. Because this is when the Democrat mafia is really going to make money, baby. Can I say, good job, Beav. Good job, Beaver. He doesn't have a microphone. That's all right. We're never giving him one. Look what happened when I gave you one. Yeah, I know. All right. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back next week. It's on Target Radio time. These guys are circling like sharks. Yep. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.